Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Alrighty then. The ship is steering itself. (laughs) (laughs) Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trading news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler. And just call him Marge Simpson. Because he loves you, homie. <laughs> it's Cleon Bewley. Oh, man, it's a hot one. It's like seven inches from the midday sun. Hey! hey. It's Sunday after. It's Sunday evening. It's Monday morning, if you're just catching tune of this. Welcome to Shingles List. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah? I'm all right. I'm all right, yeah. It's a bit right. warm. Oh, it's not a bit warm, is it? It's a bit warm. See, if you're, if you're not in England listening to this, because I know we've got some listeners in Hong Kong and here, there, and everywhere... You see, you might think that the English maker don't make that much of a big deal when it's hot, but we make a really big deal when it's hot. Yeah. And today just happens to be the hottest day that I've experienced in some time. Yeah, it got it got quite warm a few weeks ago, but today, and I knew they'd give it out, but I didn't expect it because this morning... <laughs> they was, always do. <laughs> yeah, this morning it was quite cool. I mean, I, I went out, shorts, T-shirts, and the weather was quite, you know, there was a nice breeze, yeah. and um, it, it it was all right. But then as the afternoons kicked in, it just got hotter yeah. and hotter and hotter. And compared to, like, some places in the world, like, the temperature isn't actually that hot, but it's a different kind of heat here in the UK. <laughs> it really is. It's a muggy, horrible, clammy sticky i referred to uh, sorry i I hear i heard somebody refer to it as close the other day i've never heard that term now at that age are we now it's a bit close (laughs) isn't it it's a bit close i didn't i i'd never heard that saying before about the weather but then within the space of two weeks i heard i've heard two people say it oh it's a bit bit close close. humid it's a bit close humid but um yeah it's 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 lovely uh, yeah yeah i'm a lovely color of red yeah, um, well, yeah. Ooh, I, I'm, shit. A, I'm a vet, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, you, what you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I've just uplifted my top up and showed Dave my chest. And my chest is... I've just realised how badly sunburnt I am because I've had a quick shower before I've come yeah. here. And wow, am I sunburnt because all I did in the shower was this. Oh, oh, we thought. Oh, <laughs> oh. You know, that shower, um, that, so, that holiday shower that yeah. you have. I've just done one of them in England, and it's a lot hotter here today than it's been in a very long time, in my opinion. Well, I, I've I've showered this afternoon because I've done it. I did a yeah. fucking, I did a workout in this heat. Well done. This afternoon, and um, it, normally, like my shower setting is seven, yeah. like for, for heat for, for heat, and uh, and it's been like I put it on four today, and even that was too hot. No, it was just like <laughs> you see the thing is with me in showers, it doesn't matter where I am in the world. How hot it is in said world, I still need it at 38. You still need that. I still need the shower that pretty much takes the skin off Mm. me. I love a red hot shower. I do like a red hot shower, but not in this weather. I still need my red hot shower. Mm, Well, Well, maybe not in this weather because I've just done it and wow, it did hurt. It was was an experience to be had. Whatever gets you clean. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like to just kill every bit of bacteria (laughs) off with so. With thirty, with sub hundred degree yeah. temperatures, like yeah, pouring Cleon, down on my skin. Cleon didn't need wash his hands for twenty seconds because he just had molten showers. <laughs> uh, bacteria dead. Anyway, well, what's been happening? Well, what has been happening? <laughs> I can tell you what's finished, Dave. 
Well, I, I can tell you what's finished this week, Dave. Wimbledon. No, Boris. Oh, okay. Boris is finished this week. Yeah, Dave. yeah, he's gone. Well, he's not quite gone, but he's. he's well, won- he, he's he's been. I think tomorrow he's going to be gone. He's one foot out the door, isn't he? Uh, here we are, Sunday. What's the date, Dave? Crikey, where's Cleon? Tenth. Here we are, Sunday the tenth of July. I think tomorrow on the Monday the eleventh of July. Obviously, because that's how days work and dates. Yeah. They follow one one day after another. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be Boris being forced out of office. Really? I really do, I thought yeah. they were... See, I really do. We've, um, I've, I've heard a statement from David Cameron and... Um, and if you don't know, Boris is our Prime Minister. We're talking about Boris yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson, yeah. yeah. Um, I heard a, a statement from David Cameron and Theresa May who've said, like, even though he's, he's resigned and he's going, the, the worst thing you can do at the moment is have like a caretaker prime minister you, you know mm. he needs to stay in office for until the tory leadership is done and the last thing the country needs is just somebody kind of in temporarily to i don't know what's worse someone in office on gardening leave because mm. uh, let's be honest that's what he's in he's in his notice yeah, yeah, period yeah. yeah i don't know what would be worse having somebody in on their gardening leave and just saying go on you just run the ship while you, you know you're leaving and you, you haven't got set it up for the next guy mm. because what i'd do over this next six months i'd drop petrol price i'd drop it to the floor <laughs> i'd go no problem guys you want your petrol prices low how about 98 pence how about that guys and i'd sink every i'm going to get rid of corporation tax no problem i'll do everything that the labor government's has said they are going to do. I'd do that for six months, <laughs> and then I'd go, right, there you go, mate. Bye. You take over that cock up, and let's see how far you can get now. So I don't know what's worse, but anyway, let's scale it back a bit. Uh, Boris, is bit Boris has handed in his resignation after what can only be described as a, ways of, a, ways, a wave of resignations following a certain Chris Pincher going out Wednesday the 29th of June, because a week, week, week last mm-hmm. Wednesday, to the Carlton Club and getting smashed and then, let's say, getting a bit grabby. A bit handsy. He's a bit handsy with men. With, with some boys. With some, yeah. well, men. Mm. Uh, grown men. Grabbing them in the crotch area uh, and from what was described in the BBC, moving it around a bit. I'm Did not he, sure what that means. I, I can't... Um... Uh, I, I I can't remember the timeline. I don't really know the timeline of this. So, did he did he do that before he was appointed deputy chief whip? No. So, he, yeah, oh, right, okay. No. Yeah, he did. No. What happened was he was appointed deputy deputy chief whip, and there was a couple of problems, and it was all hushed hushed under. So the that carpet. was all hushed, and everything was hushed from two thousand and two thousand and one, and then he went out again on the Wednesday. Yeah, got a bit. Got um, according got bit. to him, got way too drunk or inebriated, got or I got smashed. Yeah, and then got grabby. So by the time it got round to Boris on Friday, he suspended him, stating it was the first time that he'd ever heard he'd of any heard sort of claims and everything yeah. else. To which his party went, "Oh mate, come, that's one lie too far. That is that that was the lie. Apparently that broke, that was the lie. Yeah, that was the straw, the straw that, that broke, broke the camel's, camel's back. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it caused no less than fifty-five party members to all say." That's too far, Boris. <laughs> we, we're out. We honestly, I've got to be honest, I agree with them now. Yeah. He's getting and to a point where he's lying is damn near becoming second language. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. every other sentence. Did you aware that Chris Bencher was a bit gropey? Nope. Never heard anything about it. You do know I'm the same person who told you about it last time, don't you, Boris? Did you? It, it's like. Yeah. What? what 
and this is the Prime Minister of England. So, yeah, I I would prefer if he went now as well. Okay. I, I wouldn't want a snap election because of how the country's mental state is right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to lead us from one problem smack into another one. Is it next year, the election? Or the I think year it's the after? year after. Is it the year it's after? It's the year after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it'd be good if Labour had a different leader in for the next election as well, which is not go- isn't going to happen no. um, provi- unless we have some form of miracle. Mm. Fingers crossed for that earthquake. Um, I, yeah, I'd like him out now. He's gone too far for me. In, in, in my opinion, he did a fantastic job through what was the pandemic. Well, he, yeah. He did, a fir- been... he did a first class service of the vaccines. The app, ooh, that was a bit dodgy. But he did a good steering of the ship through uncertainty and then fell into what he should admit to and what he shouldn't admit to. And what he tried to do was play the politician card in modern-day society and say a few big words and people will forget about it. The downside is in modern-day society, mm. you, can't you can't do that yeah, now. You yeah. know, the, your 15-year-old working-class boy all the way through to your 15-year-old toff can spot bullshit a mile away. And Boris made himself look very, very silly from Partygate, which he should have nipped in the bud yeah. straight away and just gone... <laughs> I, I, I would have addressed it as, inside this building I have 100 offices. And I visited every single one of them during the pandemic, had a sandwich with them and had a beer at the end of each business day because we were all stuck in this one building. Do we any have a problem with that? Because I was trying to run the country. Mm. And I think, I think everyone would have shut up. Yeah, I think more honesty. Um, just more honesty would have been a lot better. Like, you know, even even if it was, you know what? Yeah, sorry, I bulged up here. Um, I didn't think I was doing anything kind of wrong um but obviously i was but to just continuously just keep going no no i didn't do anything wrong i didn't do anything wrong even after you were charged yeah to to keep doing it and keep saying it it's like you know i i I know i understand politicians you know i I get it but i just want i want my politicians to be just a little bit more honest just yeah just be honest with me tell me the truth and he threw he threw uh, Keir Starmer during the Prime Minister's questions. He threw uh, an old allegation to which uh, there was rumours that there was rumours about uh, somebody who was doing something really bad in England, and Boris Johnson threw that to him in the Houses of Commons. The moment he threw that insult to him, in my opinion, he was done mm. because he had nothing left. Yeah, he was just mudslinging, and yeah. it was just well, you couldn't do this. Yeah. And that was when Boris was completely done. However, one of the funniest prime ministers we've ever had, <laughs> and I've really enjoyed some of his sentences, I've really enjoyed some of his nitbits. He's conned the entire country into the state that we're in now, mm. and we need to reverse out. And I do think every other party's kind of going, we don't want this job yet. Yeah. Can we sort maybe. out the, the few things around the globe and problems that we've got and then? will walk in on an election because at this moment, guys, England is very poor. Well, poor, um, using very nice in that term, because I was just about to say, who do you think will be the next Tory leader? And I don't know. I, I've got money on Rishi Sunak. 
Uh, now, now for if if, if Richie Soon Richie Sunak gets in as prime minister, I'm switching straight to Labour. I mean, he's he's got that that we we can't we can't be sold manure by the greatest manure salesman on planet Earth over and over and over again. He was part of the problem, so now he can't introduce himself as part of the solution. Mm. Do you see where I'm? Yeah. I, I don't think there's any. <laughs> I wouldn't mind Sajid Javid actually, just for the name. Well, the, the, he's apparently running, um, but a lot of Tory members are asking him to. You thought that was plain water, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, it's it's some kind of fruity flavour. I don't know. It's not. It's a fruity. It's a um, fruity water. Um, yeah. So a lot. Apparently, a lot of Tory members are asking uh, Sajid, Sajid Javid to step aside for Rishi Sunak. I wonder if in politics he gets step aside money like unboxing. I don't know. Like if okay. if Rishi Sunak's wife's going to give him ten million pound to step aside, so <laughs> he can run aside, for yeah, so, so we, we can, can run, run for, for prime minister. Um, but in my opinion, the whole reason why we had this bunch of uh, resignations were just so a bunch of people could run for prime minister. Yeah, I, I believe it's, it's the biggest like a, sleaze on planet Earth. A couple of weeks ago, you know, what I mean, they had that vote of no confidence, and he and he passed. He he went through. He was, I mean, it was borderline, but he well, he won the vote of no confidence. He he remained as Tory leader, and and the thing is, once you've had a vote of no confidence, you can't pull another one for twelve months. Yeah. So by rights, Boris could just sit there and go, "Nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'll see you next year." Well, I, um, I wish he would have done because I put an application and I had for head of defence secretary. Do you know what? Right, there, there was part of me that couldn't wait for him to leave, but there was another part of me that was just like, "You know what? I hope he stays. I hope he stays and just sits there, sulky, going, no, 'No, I'm the boss, <laughs> and you can't get rid of me.' Because uh. a it would be quite hilarious. And B, do we need another fucking Tory saviour at this moment in time? You know what I mean? Do we need another bloody Tory Prime Minister coming in and promising the world and giving us fuck all? I don't think so. I, no, I, I don't think so. But I don't think the time is... I, I think I think we're quite... I think we're too far. I think we're getting a bit old in the tooth here in England now. Mm. I think voting for the same person... There's no difference between Keir Starnett, Boris Johnson, Theresa May, Tony Blair for the last five years. There's no difference. They've all got the same commonality theme. They all came in Parliament with one intention and left very, 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 very rich. Do you know? And that shouldn't really be the case. It and, shouldn't be the case. And just think, all Jeremy Corbyn wanted to do was give students a bus pass and get everybody broadband. I what, was, yeah. what was so wrong with that? What was wrong with that? <laughs> what was wrong with it? It doesn't matter we have got pay for this stuff while he wanted to give everyone for free, but hey, and while we're on about paying for stuff for three, free in the Tory party, I also want to get in the, the cost of living. All right, okay. In today's podcast. Do you mind yeah. do you mind if we segue? Yeah, we can go into the cost of living, yeah. yeah. Just to walk into the cost of living. We did petrol last week. We did petrol well, fuel, last, fuel week, yeah. last week yeah. because uh diesel hit two two pound. Two pound per litre. Uh unleaded's pretty much at the same. It's at one ninety eight. I don't know if that's gonna make a difference to your life. This podcast, by the way, has just turned into me and Cleon going, um Parliament's wank and we can't afford to to eat. 
That's well, it's just, worse than that. How much Pringles now? This series is just going to be... Like, it's just going to be a moaning series by the time, all the way down. By the time we get to something like October, we're not even going to have microphones. We're just going to be in the street shouting. <laughs> like, we've had to sell everything just to... Uh, just well, to here we go. Here's a, here's a, few, headlines for, a few headlines <laughs> for you. How much is a tub of Pringles in the UK today? Not discounted down or where you've seen it um, or anything like that. A tub of Pringles. To, it's been a while since I've bought a tub of Pringles, so to hazard a guess, I'm going to go with £2.15. £3.30. Fuck off. £3.30. For a, for a, I presume that's tub, for a tall one. That's for a tall... Yeah, it's not for a little tub of Pringles. Well, no, because you get three, don't you? You get the little, you get the little ones, and there's like a, a just-below-tall one. Yeah, the just-below-tall one are the ones that they pose off in B&M saying they're a quid. Saying they're a quid, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. a but fucking tub of Pringles. That's not the tall one. £3.30 for the tall tub that's of Pringles. Blank. Yeah. Yeah. How much is Lurpak, Dave? Well, it's a bit uh, scandalous, the price of Lurpak at the moment. It certainly is. Uh, now, in some stores, it's hovering around the £6.50 mark. In others, we're up to £9. We're up to £9 on Lurpak. <laughs> on Lurpak. Lurpak, for anybody who doesn't know, um, I don't know if they have Lurpak abroad, but it's a brand of butter. Yeah. It's just butter. It's a brand. It's very nice butter. as well. <laughs> Do you know Lurpak they're thinking of making available on Klarna just so we can make the payment spreadable? Wee. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, a one litre bottle of cordial. Uh, what, just home brand? Just home brand. Ba- one litre. Bargain litre. booze. Um, £1.50? £2.69. Jesus. £2.69. A, a picnic bar. Um, 95p. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, bang on, actually. Oh, 95p, yeah. Or, or two for a pound. Two for a pound, yeah. And something, and something else, which I think, it's something else will come around this, because if you go to a chocolate shop, right, you can get these, you can get like five chocolate bars for a pound. Yeah. Or you can get um, a can of Relentless for a pound. Yeah. Uh, with a bag of crisps and something else, that's three pound. How much are four apples? Uh, four. Four. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna qualify this a little bit. Four pink ladies. Pink ladies. Yeah. About three and a half quid. Four quid. Yeah. So yes. for yeah. the price of four apples, you can get four chocolate bars or two chocolate bars, a packet of crisps, and a relentless. <laughs> how how's how are we living now in a society where we can purchase high sugar, high caffeine crap that's come from China quicker than Pink lady apples that have been grown in bloody Surrey. Yeah. It's, um... How's it, it's that possible? Been, it's always been the argument, hasn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Especially when we were talking about fitness last week and, you know, eating better and, and, and diet and whatnot. And and a lot of people say, I would love to eat healthier, but I can't afford. And and I get that. I understand that, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, yes, you, you can do it, you know, depending on where you shop and, 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 and what you buy and whatnot. But... A lot of products, a lot of fresh produce is so goddamn expensive at the moment. It's really expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not even... Your, your, your top line luxury items now are butter. Yeah. Fruit. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going to get close to soon where it's butter, fruit, bread, water. Mm. And everything else that's bad for you costs 50p. Yeah. You can go to Best Buy and buy 250 sausage rolls for a quid. Yeah. But you can buy four... 
it, I, I, it just beggars mm-hmm. belief for me. Yeah. So the Tory party's gone to tits. The price of living's too much. Uh, well, and apparently, if you're a migrant coming into England right now, illegally, you get put on a plane and get sent to Rwanda. Mm. Now, where can we get a ticket on this Rwanda plane? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, have a look at Rwanda, Dave. It's a beautiful country. I'll take that. I'll take that. We've can got a get, little apartment. Can you get four pink lady apples for less than four quid? Can we get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, talking about food and, yeah. and whatnot, we uh, we were we were chatting about um, bloating up and glutens and bread and stuff yes. last week. We actually had a message from a listener. Uh, this is from Rena in Vienna. Hey, Rena. And... Um, and she said uh, she might have a clue what the gluten thing is all about because she struggles herself. Um, but what she's found out is she doesn't struggle with like a gluten intolerance. It's all the highly processed like wheat and, and, and bread and all the crap in the ingredients list. And she says the more you can find in an ingredients list, the worse it is. Um, so what she's found with her her diet is going to an actual bakery and just buying freshly baked bread mm. and or just baking it yourself you know what i mean if the less ingredients the better and we were talking just obviously about like processed crap that's bad for you and you look at all the things that they put into fresh produce to make it last longer you look at everything in 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 bread and and whatnot to make to yeah. just to, so you can sit on the shelf longer and Throughout 2020 and the pandemic, I know a lot of people around the country did it. We did it. We baked our own bread. And you know what? It was so goddamn nice. Mm. It's so much ni- It was so much nicer than getting a loaf of bread from loaf of sliced, branded sliced bread from the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a lovely, home baked, nice bread with no ingredients in it. You know what I mean? Well, that's how white bread came around so they could try and so it lasted longer. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, it, there are so many products, food products out there now with, if you can't pronounce it, should you really be eating it? I don't know. Like You look at an ingredients list and it's like, what is this stuff? What am I putting in my belly? You know. Definitely right. I've, through now taking a closer look at my diet, because I was, when I was just calorie counting, I paid no attention to See, what See, that's was, different calorie counting yeah. as to losing weight. I, I paid yeah. no attention to what I was eating. It was just the calories that I was eating. And you know what I mean? I was I, I was a nightmare for like naked noodle pots because they were 280 calories. And you just grabbed the pot, shoved it in your bag, went work, put some hot water in it. It was low calorie. It was quite filling. Yeah. But then you look at the back and you're like, what is in this? You know what I mean? What, what processed crap is in this? Like, what... Why is this food in the the shape that it in the form that it is before I add water? What's making it? Yeah, there's so much <laughs> crap. And now, because I'm paying attention to macronutrients and whatnot, I'm actually, and considering you know that I cook for a fucking living, you would think that I would be on top of this more. But I, I tell you something, I've had this conversation with so many people over the years, and there are so many chefs that I know that you've been cooking all day, the last thing you want to do when you get home is cook, cook something. Yeah. You just grab you grab a pot noodle, you grab a microwave. Some of the meal. worst diets in the country yeah. with his chefs. Yeah. yeah. And and you know what? I, I love cooking. I absolutely love making fresh food. I love it. But 
there's so many times where I'm just like, you know what, I can't be bothered. I'm so tired. I just don't want to. Yeah. Um, but now, paying attention to, to ingredients and macronutrients and whatnot, I found myself just making more fresh food and buying fresh things and buying stuff that isn't full of crap, which in turn has led me to see just how goddamn expensive food's gone Yeah. Um, in the last X amount of months. Um, we are heading... We're on a slippery slope. We're heading into potentially some kind of fucking crisis. You know what I mean? Well, the energy bills apparently are going to go up again. Again, yeah. In October now, I don't, I, I don't want another wage rise. Another um, another wage rise, uh, as if I'm on a cut from all the energy bills. <laughs> uh, I don't want. To, I don't want another rise in it. Um, yeah. I, I think things are just getting slightly out of hand, and I don't see where the cost is coming from. And you can't just say the word Ukraine or Russia at me and expect me to swallow it mm. because we don't get that many products aside from ooh, oil, um, only certain as seed oil, etc. From, yeah. from places like that. So I'll take gases going up. I'll take that. There's, there's some kind. Of, I know the Ukraine are um, the big exporters of oh, top of my head now. I can't remember, but it's some kind of grain. Um, that's used worldwide, some kind of grain, and and you, the Ukraine is the the biggest exporter of that particular thing, which is. I just find it really, really hard to swallow. I don't know about everybody else here, but I find it really hard to swallow that the world, the we has, has no contingency plan for if Ukraine go into a war. Yeah, and and that's it. Oh, they're in a war. That's it. Then the entire. The entire food supply of the Western world is in crisis. Unless that's why China have like street food and stuff, I suppose. Um, I've just googled the, about the Ukraine. They export mainly steel, coal, fuel, and petroleum products. <laughs> We're fine then. Uh, chemicals, machinery, transport equipment, but uh, barley, corn, uh, barley, oh. corn, and wheat. Uh, oh, beer's going to take a hit soon then big yeah. time yeah uh, but everything's taking a hit and it's just mm. and it's it's not only is it the price of everything that's going up but there's also things missing off the shelves whenever i go whenever i go shopping now over literally over the last three months every time i've gone there's always been something that i want that isn't on the shelf and there's just an empty shelf there bourbon biscuits that was the last one the the cheap Tesco bottom brand bourbon biscuits they're like 40p a pack gone gone nothing two weeks not there gone couldn't get them it's like what why it's like, I've just got a vision of you every week walking in Tesco going bloody putin bastard but it's like what <laughs> they're one of the most popular biscuits in the country why can't we get bourbon biscuits, you know what I mean I'm, I could have gone like another supermarket well, this and is, got them this but... is what I mean how do you how do, you do barley how, how's that made? Does it just have to like grows, a grain and like, you yeah, grow it and so. stuff? So, so England, let's start growing. The thing is now, Ukraine are going through this instance. This is going to go on for another year. This is this mm. is this is an ongoing boring war that Putin's not going to pull out. Not they're not going to high five and make friends anytime soon. So what we need to start doing, England. It's nice and sunny outside. Can someone go plant some barley? <laughs> Yeah, this is, but this is another problem. Like Let's people, get fracking. People always, yeah, people always <laughs> said like, "Oh, we'll just bring all the business into the UK. We Let's can do that. Then. We can we can leave the the European Union. We don't need trade because uh, we just do it all in the UK. Cost too much. 
How? Co- how? It costs too much. Well, because the national living wage is nine pound fifty. That's a start. Well, that's you've okay because no bugger wants work you've got in to, England. So you've we're got fine. To pay, you've got to pay your employees to. Uh, you see that? That, you know? that also for me is the biggest load of BS I have ever heard. You give me a labouring company that needs a thousand people from here now, mm. I will fill them with guaranteed labourers. Yeah. I think the whole process is just piss easier if you go and do it the easy route. Because what you can do, you can put an application in for uh, Rod, Jane and Freddie to come over, get here and go straight to work. That's easier because there's a waiting list for people coming in the country than there is to interview people and to do it properly. That's why they do it that way. But you still have to pay them. Yeah, you still have to pay them, but it's easier because you've got a list of people that are coming already to go willing to work, and they come in straight away and you pay them. Whereas in England, know. you're going to have to interview them and do it that way. I don't know if we're getting cross wires over the over what I over what I meant. I thought you were talking about cheap labour. No, 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 not cheap labour. Yeah, what what well, I'm saying is, is coming in. no, no, not labour coming into into the country, but like if you employ people in this country, you've got to pay them that minimum wage, which is now nine pound fifty. For over twenty-five-year-olds, yeah. regardless of whether they're coming from and, and what I what whatever I'm country, saying it doesn't is, matter where they're coming from. What just, I'm saying is that's fine because in England people can't be bothered work anyway, and we can just go out and port it out for cheap. So we could. I, I I just don't understand why we can't just say let's open Chatley Whitfield again, right? Let's get the coal pumping out, let's get English in- industry moving forward. There seems to be no one that's got the Saint Georgie. You know, the the mm. St. George outfit on, standing at the front, running over the hill, going, follow me, guys, it's this way. It seems to be a bunch of people waiting for... Yeah, somebody else to do it. For somebody else to do it and, mm. and to say, guys, I'm all going to be nasty. We're on his arse mm. here. And, and that, for me, that is part of the problem because there's too... It is too expensive to do something in this country, and it's cheaper to do it in another country, and that's one of the problems. How can that because, be? Because and that's why that's why you know labour got exported into other countries. That's why pottery industry shut down and and went and did everything somewhere else because it was cheaper to set a factory up in another country, pay all the employees pennies, and ship everything back over here and sell it. That it was just well, it's just cheaper some... to do that. What? I, 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 that, uh, we, this is our own fault. <laughs> this is no one else's fault. This mm-hmm. is our own fault. We've mm-hmm. created this issue. Now we've now we as a people need to reverse engineer, which is never going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Because what that'd mean is when Apple put out a new iPhone, everyone stand together and go, "Don't buy this." Yeah, and that's the only way yeah. we can reverse this wheel. Mm-hmm. here in the UK, and that's by us all bonding together I, as a country. I saw a thing um, online, and it was a small... It's only a small village somewhere in the UK. I can't remember which village it was. And um, they've got, like, three supermarkets. That's it. Um, and they've all got petrol stations, and the, the petrol prices have gone up. And somebody put in this, like, community thing on Facebook for this small village, right, the only way we're going to stop this is by boycotting. But obviously... We need fuel. So this is what we do. Everybody, stop using Tesco petrol station. Go Morrison's instead. <laughs> and then eventually, Tesco will bring the price down yeah. to get people back over there. So when they bring the price down, you'll go back to Tesco, stop using Morrison's. And then Morrison's and then when bring Morrison's the bring the price down, and 
and I was like, that's great. Nobody's going to do it. <laughs> and another thing, yeah, uh, that's something else we do need to touch on. Why are we not rioting? Yeah. Why are we... What's happened, England? Did, yeah, it just seems to be everybody's just kind of... Maybe it's... Because we've all got too much money or we're too bone idle. Or it could just be that old English spirit of uh, keep calm, carry on, stiff off a lip and all that. I, I didn't know there you was know a I mean? spirit because I'm panicking inside. Yeah. I, I mean, we're... We're fortunate, and I've said this for years, you know, we're not well off. We 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 don't have that much cash, you know what I mean? No. But but we can live. We can live, we can pay bills, yeah, we, yeah. we can we can get a couple of little luxuries, you know what I mean? We, we're all right. And even with, we felt the cost of living rising, and it has hit us, but at the end of the month, just before payday, we're still looking at the bank and going, okay, yeah, we can, we can still pay the bills. Yeah. We're doing all right. I mean, we've had to throw a load of money at the car this month but that's that's probably going to hit us um but be and because we're managing um we're okay at the moment you know what i mean whereas and i think that's probably the case with a lot with with everybody yeah with a lot of people in the country you know um change starts at home so people would have started to change their the routines, change what they do, change what they spend money on. You know, I cancelled a gym membership. I was like, mm, it's 30 quid a month that I don't really have to spend. To I like going to the gym, don't get me wrong, and it does get you in the right frame of mind to work out. You know, you're paying that money, you're there for a reason, you're going to go work out. Yeah. But I can lift weights in my house, I can go run around the block. I can do everything. It's summer. Yeah, I can do everything at the gym. I can do everything at home at the moment that I was doing at the gym. Mm. If I want to do some cardio, I can do cardio. If I want to lift some weights, I can lift some weights. I can do all that without the gym. Even in the winter, because when I first started running, it was winter, and I used to go out in the rain, you know what I mean? And and I still did it. You know, you can still do all them things. But So I've, I've cut that out. Um, you know, I have um, I wear contact lenses, but recently I've only been wearing them for work, and then I've been taking them straight out. I haven't put them in over the weekend at all been wearing glasses but i pay you know x amount a month for contact lenses and now i'm thinking oh you know what do i really need do i really need them yeah don't really need they're a convenience but do i really need them so that's going to be the next thing that gets chopped and that's what that's what i find british people do we we, we start with change at home you know we'll cut this out we'll cut that out we won't buy that we won't go there we'll be okay yeah as opposed to us going Hang on a minute. No, we're not doing this. We're going to go and stand and barricade the petrol station before uh, until they, they drop the prices. We're no. not, when you know. No one is. Yeah, nobody's going to do it. Everyone's like, oh, don't you worry. 150 quid a week on petrol's perfectly normal. Yeah. That, that's pretty much, that's my sink. Petrol is now my single most mm. biggest outgoing of my monthly money. Yeah. Petrol. It's it's horrendous, and, and I get paid to drive. And the whole like, yeah, <laughs> the whole um, you know, change starts at home yeah. thing. Like my, my lady's been like, you know, over the over the summer when the kids aren't at school, she said, you know, she's not going to try not use the car. She's going to walk work, and and not use the car because it's it's the petrol. And 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 then I'm like, what's the point in having a car? The only thing we really use it for is getting to and from work. You know what I mean? Doing the shopping. I'm about doing a second. I'm on about having a week off work so I can go do some cash and hand work. Well, that's the other thing as well. You know what I mean? That's that's something that I've been looking at. Getting um, that's bad. Getting part time work. 
and and there's so many people who I know who are in the same boat. Like, um, it, I just moved the mic. Just, oh, just yeah. that. Like, just yeah, it needs cleaning. Um, <laughs> bit of dust. Bit of dust. Bit of dust. Um, I seriously contemplated like about a month ago. I I, I filled out. I updated my CV on Indeed, and uh, I started looking for part-time work. Mm. You know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to only work um, in the mornings and early afternoons. Um, so, you know, I could work at night. I could work at the weekends as well. Yeah. Um, and and I was looking for part-time work that, that would accommodate me um, them oh, extra hours um, just to get a bit of extra cash. I'm lucky at the moment that I don't need to do that, but it's it, we're getting close. We're getting close to needing that second job. It's, it's there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But that's only going to go, and that's only going to go up and up mm-hmm. and up as the months go on. But I genuinely believe now that the Tories will have to do something. Mm. I, I do. I think they'll have to do something just to keep Boris, just to keep the Tories empowered. Because yeah. we can call a snap election. We can get annoyed to a point where we go, right, no, Tories, no. And mm. they don't want that right now no. because that'll move their party out of power and blah, 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 and all the all the conundrums that come with that also. So, yeah, just funny, Boris is on his way out. I don't think he'll... I Put it this way, I think this time next week when we're chatting, no Boris. OK, we'll see what happens. Mm. We will see what happens there. Um it was it was looking very much like like he wasn't going to go anywhere, and then twenty four hours later, he was like, "Yeah, I'll resign." He was even bringing in new members of his party. Once yeah. it was a bit yeah. like um, transfer deadline day yeah. um, in the Premier League, you know, where it's the last day of you. And he was going, "Oh, now we've got we've brought in we've brought in Robbie Williams. He's the entertainment secretary. <laughs> Robbie, what do you've got to say?" And he's like, "I don't know. I only came for dinner." Yeah. Um, we bought in. Every fucker was quitting. We bought <laughs> in Brian Cox, head of education. There we go, Brian Cox, new head of education. He was just throwing anyone in, wasn't he? I was, I was this far, this far, Dave. Just that close to getting this in far there. for Chancellor of the Chicks jacket. This far, Dave. <laughs> then we would have got some budgets. We certainly would have got some budgets. Um, been any good news this week? No, no, I don't think so. No, Newcastle haven't signed anyone this week. No. I'm proper, I'm proper peed off. Have you watched any of the ladies' football, the European Championships? I have watched the ladies' football. I watched England, and and we can start doing that after this week. I think we'll start incorporating the ladies' European football tournaments because it is on at this present moment in time and in full flow. I watched England versus, I want to say, Austria. I think that was on Tuesday, and I think tonight we've got Italy versus, I want to say, my favourite country, the Netherlands. Is yeah, it the Netherlands? France. Oh, is it for yeah. Italy v France? That was it. Oh, really? If you were going to say my favourite country, France, I was going to kick you out of my house, you know it. Oh, no, you won't get me saying that, my <laughs> friend. You won't get me saying that. Uh, yeah, Belgium and Iceland on at the moment. Um, I watched, I didn't watch all of the England game. Uh, it was Wednesday, wasn't it, when it started? Um, yeah, I didn't watch all didn't watch all the, all the match, but I watched some of it. Hmm. One thing I will say, Cleon, they're a bit bloody scrappy, aren't they? These girls. Yeah, they're these not. Uh, they're a bit like. Can you not refer to them as these women, please, my friend? Uh, I'm a cha- I'm a change man. Yeah, don't refer to. <laughs> these were, What's wrong with these women? These women are a little bit punchy. What? They're a bit scrappy. A bit these scrappy. Women? Yeah, can I not say these? I didn't. Think, I thought that was. I don't, I don't know. It seems... I didn't call them broads. I, I, it's like, I'm reading these broads. I'm, I'm reading all my safeguarding <laughs> and correct stuff and everything courses now as we speak, and it's setting off some form of a flag. 
So normally, if it's setting off a yellow flag somewhere, <laughs> there's a reason my flag's being weighed. But no, England squared up against Austria on the Wednesday the 6th um, to kick off their European Championships. England won 1-0. Uh, Mead, Mead, Med, Mead. I'll get that right. Mead, Med, sorry, Beth or Elizabeth, whichever, uh, kicked it off. I thought she had a great game as a right winger. Mm. I genuinely did. Me, I sat and watched the first half and the majority of the second with Bo, because obviously it's an eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and used her as a um, a point because my my daughter and her play in the same position of just watch number seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just follow her around, and for a lot of the game, for a lot of the game, she she was in and out of play, but every time she walked out of play, all positioning played really well. It was, yeah. When when I say um, when I say scrappy, I don't mean that in in a negative context of they're not very good. <laughs> I mean like they're a bit brutal with each other. There's yeah, no they, they there's were, no messing about. Is well there? in, yeah. yeah, yeah we're yeah, getting yeah. elbows out. Yeah. You know, we're 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 knocking them over. We're, yeah. yeah, there's no there's no there's no dicking about. I can't train with my ladies' team. I and they can't. get they they get knocked down and they get bloody back up. <laughs> I tell you, it's with the the ladies team which I'm assistant manager of. I'm having a hard time training with, right? Because, and I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. You've got your all in mind, so your mindset of when you are training and you've got to train to a certain level so you don't get injured. Yeah. So you've got to go all in, and the downside is you've got. I've got a mentality of it. I don't want to go all in because I don't want to hurt any. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know. And the downside is of that, they want to go all in. Yeah. So I'm getting kicked up and down, left, <laughs> right, and everything. Coming off quite bad. But no, uh, Beth kicked off the score line. Uh, it was a lovely dink pass over from, I want to say, Fran Kirby. I should know her name a little bit closer off the top of my dome, actually. A little chip it, little dinky in from Fran Kirby. I love a dink, as Dave knows. Uh, and Beth Mead went and finished it off, slammed it in the back of the net. So, capped off a night, really. I thought she had a, a really good one. Hey, mm. Georgia, Stanway, and Kirby, they offered plenty of um, plenty of source or plenty of creativity. Yeah, plenty of movement, plenty of pace. Did really well. Uh, next day, that was followed up by Norway in Group A. Uh, playing Northern Ireland, which Norway beat one four one of Northern yeah. Ireland. Um, let's say Northern Ireland have got the same response than the ladies as the gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Friday, Spain, Finland, four uh, one Spain. Germany kicked it off in style. I watched the Germany game; that was really good. Really, yeah, really good. And won Denmark four uh, nil. Then yesterday, a good game. Portugal, Sweden two two. Got really boring for the last ten minutes. Right. Like, it was as though someone had pulled the plug out of everyone and went, <laughs> just have a wonder. Uh, Netherlands, Sweden has to be the most boring game on planet Earth ever really? put on the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I fell asleep to that about 15, about 20 minutes in, woke up 20 minutes from the end, and I never fall asleep watching a football match. <laughs> God. Yeah. And then today, as you say, Belgium are playing Iceland 1-1. And later on tonight, France versus Italy, which I think that's going to be a bit tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, um, France is your opener. Uh, well, we've got um, Norway tomorrow. 
Uh, Norway and England both, first and second in the group. Um, Now, the one thing I don't know, Cleon, because... uh, as I've said several times on the show, I'm not a massive football fan. You know, I get I get international yeah. fever. Um, when it comes to women's football, um, in reference to the countries, uh, are we looking at a similar yeah. like ranking as the men's? So, yeah. you yeah. know, with the usual suspects are going to be. We're looking at the Germanys. We're looking at the the Italys. We're looking at Portugal. We're looking at. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Potentially, England. The you football, know. the football federations that underpin the ladies' football teams, pretty much, have got the same money as the yeah. men. So it's yeah, it's same training techniques, the same amount of equipment, and all that type of jazz. So yeah, it's exactly the same. The only, the only difference in difference here is the uh, this is not, not in the European cups because obviously America isn't in Europe. Yeah, uh, the USA girls team are a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, years. They're very good, the, the the American team are. You know what? I knew that. I remember the last tournament, the mm. last World Cup. We won. Yeah. I think America won that. Uh, I can't remember, but I remember them being very good. <laughs> yeah, no, they... they didn't... Um, they they do have... Didn't Klinsman coach them and one for thing, a bit. And one thing that the American ladies team are happy about is the American ladies team do get paid on par with uh, the men's Premier League in America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Make of that what you will. Hmm. Sorry, I was just trying to very quickly Google. But if you take a look at the average wage in that league, it's not hmm. it's not on parity with the Barclays League. Yeah, Barclays of course, Premier of course. League. But it's not as as big a sport, is it, in America? Yeah, you wouldn't get yeah, a star like... on five hundred grand. Yeah. Let's say. It's who's uh... still at Manchester United. It's where Premier League players go to retire. <laughs> English. Gareth, it's where, Gareth Bale's just it's, gone it's there. Where, yeah, it's where, it's where British Premier League players go to retire. The, it's the, where world, world football players the, go yeah, to retire. The MLS. Well, a couple the, of years over there. The Brazilians seem to go home at the end of the career. Yeah. That's what they all do. They all go and play for the first club they started with, so Boca, mm-hmm. Palmeiras, whoever. Uh, the English seem to go, ooh, I've, I've seen this America on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> That's England's attitude for it. So the English football stars always go, oh, I've seen the cowboy movies when I was younger. I've seen America on here. I've seen these guys on here. I want a bit of this. So that's why we go over. Just my opinion. But yeah, they have, regardless of the difference between the wage structure, they've still done it. Yeah. The ladies have still got parity to the gentlemen. But they deserve it because they're a better team. Because they're a better team. Yeah. yeah. In a nutshell, that's yeah. not the case in England. No. 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 I was. And I'm not bothered who I offend by that sense. I was very. I must admit, I was very happy to see um, a big stadium full of people watching women's football. Makes you proud, doesn't it? Yeah, because je- I've always. Any like women's tournament, whether it be football or rugby or anything like that, you know, teams that. Games that are predominantly known for the men's side of the sport. Mm. Um, I've, when, when it switched over to like, you know, the women's games, especially the rugby, like you'll watch like a Six Nations match men's six nations yeah. and then you'll watch the equivalent women's six nations and it's it's at the local park mm. with about four people watching um it which is i always thought oh, it's not that can't be that can't be nice you know what i mean so to see to actually see was it, it was at old trafford no it was at where the, the england game 
So it was Old Trafford. I don't know. Fallout at Old Trafford. Yeah, but it, yeah, wherever it was, it was pretty big, and it was nice to uh, it was nice to see it full. It was nice to see people watching and getting involved and enjoying the game. It was it nice was... to see Old Trafford full and people enjoying <laughs> the actual game and, <laughs> and watching the game. I'm sorry, Manchester United fans. I'm sorry. Old habits die hard. I'm still trying to find oh, yeah. out where they played now. No, Old Trafford, yeah. Old Trafford, yeah, it Old was, Trafford. yeah. Um, no, yeah, very lovely. I, w- I w- will endeavour to watch the England game tomorrow. That's that's going to be my plan. Uh, I'll tell you what I did watch yesterday. What did you and watch? And it's, it's taken me a while, but I finally got round to what? it. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Hey! You've seen it, haven't you? I, I have seen it. Oh, can we spoil the hell out of this now? Oh, yeah, it was last year it came oh, out. Oh, so. thank God for that, because I've been waiting for you to watch that. So, uh, growing up... Yeah. Oh, we're, we're just going to go headlong into ghostbustering or bustering, right? So growing up, um, my main thing was Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. That was my main love. Uh, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. I had the uh, plasma unit. Um, I had Ecto-1. I had Slimer. Sorry, the proton pack even. I had the trap. I had the outfit. Hmm. I had, I had I had I had the whole beans. I had the whole beans. I got ran over around that same time as well, so it increased the presence fifty fold. So I had pretty much everything to do with Ghostbusters and I adored the first film. I saw the second film and I went even more nuts. Yeah. It reaffirmed my love for Ghostbusters. The ending was a little bit okay, but it still reaffirmed my love for Ghostbusters. It was still the great fun and I love that movie. So and then I saw the Ghostbusters lady bit. What was that called? Ghostbusters women. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Melissa McCartney. <laughs> Ghostbusters, we're going to turn this into a standard Melissa McCartney movie. That's the same through every movie she's ever been in. It was just called Ghostbusters. Was it just called Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't have a name. And the ladies did a great job of it, but I thought the movie was a bit weak. It had some good moments in it. Yeah. I'm not going to take that away. The The big um, ghost that came out and was on her shoulders as she was in the gig and she was just trying to pretend that it wasn't there. I, I thought that bit was great. But I thought the, the premise of somebody making ghosts in order for... Well, I just thought it was a bit naff. Yeah, I, I had nothing against that film whatsoever because loads of people just absolutely slammed it, didn't they? And yeah. I had nothing, I had no issues with the film. I thought, you know, I, I thought the actors did a great job. Uh, Storyline was a bit weak, but, yeah. you know, meh, it was fine. I thought the cast were good. Yeah, it was absolutely fine. You know what I mean? It's not an instant classic, but it was all right. You, know, hey. you could just tell it was done by that guy who does that I Spy movie with Melissa McCartney. Um, Kevin, not Kevin. He was, he was the guy who does Avengers. Oh, uh, Kevin Feige. Fe- Fe- Is it Paul Feige then? I don't know. Who does I Spy? I can't remember. It's the same guy. And then yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought. Then I saw Afterlife. In absolutely brilliant middle and nearly up to the end, nearly, mm. nearly up to the end, a brilliant ending to the movie. But I absolutely love the movie. I, yeah. I really did, and I, I love the the bring around. I was just really disappointed with how they wrapped it up at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I get that. Yeah, I think I understand. Do you with get the, that? with the ending? Yeah, yeah. You went too cheese. It did go cheesy. It did go a bit. Hmm. And I also feel like it wasn't 
wrapped up. Yeah. It kind of just like, there was no like after scene, there was no, um, I, I don't really want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it because it, it it's on Sky currently, isn't it? So it's not quite made it to a yeah, it's on Sky. commercial TV yet. Um, but it was like, if you have um, a, a massive action scene at the end of a at the end of a film, like let's say like you know Avengers Endgame or something like you know, I mean you've got this big you know scene at the end where there's all the fighting and everything, like. Um, and then once that's done, you'll get another 10, 15 minutes of, okay, this is this is what happened after wow. the big fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and in this movie, that didn't happen. You had the, the big fight, and you had a little bit of, a kind of a little bit of wrap-up, but it was in the same scene, and then it ended. It was like... And I was a bit like, oh, where's the... Where's the where's the where, where where's the actual ending? It was Why is like it just... they had another two weeks on the finish, and they just went, "Nah, let's finish early. Let's just do it here. Let's just finish early. Mm. Let's just wrap that up there over there. It's been a good movie. Mm. They would have really enjoyed it up till now. It's only the last five minutes we're going to cock it up on. I I enjoyed the film a lot. I, uh, I enjoyed the cast. The casting was brilliant. Um, I thought Paul Rudd was fantastic, but it's standard. It's standard. You know what I mean? And I, I've I've really like come round on Paul Rudd now because when when he got the the role as Ant Man, I was a bit like third man Paul Rudd. He's not a mate. He's not a lead character. He always plays third well, man. He's third man in the movie, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but but it's like he always plays third man. Why is why is he why is he got this lead? And yeah, he's not the the main yeah. character, but he he did, he did a fantastic job. I thought he was he was cool. Uh, the the guy from um, Stranger Things, whose name Finn. Finn something, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was really good. And, you know, yeah, it was just a great cast and nice bit of nostalgia. And, you know, they did it right. They did it right. I think they did, once again, like with where Jurassic World failed, Top Gun and Ghostbusters have got it yeah. right. They've yeah. got that nice mix of nostalgia. They've and gone, let's not new pretend film. the film before these didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and this, I was a bit like, the storyline did go a bit. Oh, they're just doing this again. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Are they just doing this again? Um, but it was, it was fine. It was good fun and nice cameos yeah. in there as well. Kind of grumble. Yeah, can't grumble. No, I, I, I really did enjoy that. And ladies and gentlemen, by this time next week, next week, guess what? We're going to be reviewing thor thor love and thunder yeah because we ain't getting another week without watching that movie Dave, no because I, i'm gonna explode i tried to get um tickets last night i mean it came out thursday i think over here yeah. uh, i tried to get tickets for last night and there was just like in every showing there was like one seat left um so yeah i didn't end up going but i think tuesday me and the fam are going on yeah. tuesday i think um and are you, do you have do you have it booked? Are you, when are you I going? haven't got it booked yet, but it will be done before this time next week. Just because I can't, I'm 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 taking in so much mm. Thor material right now. Yeah, and I I really need to watch this movie. I mean, I've got one of them passes, aren't I? So yeah, you can just I, jump in. I and... could just walk in. I could just do this in and out the cinema that many times until I'd just been thawed out. Yeah, but I do think they missed a beat and not called it Thor Four. Thor Four. Yeah. Thor Four. Thor Four. Why? That's what. I just do you think? Because it's thoughtful. It's thoughtful. Mm. 
What's it called, this one? Thor, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah? I never thought I'd say that about a Thor film, but Ragnarok just turned me around. Oh, Rag- I watched Ragnarok mm-hmm. yesterday yeah. again, and I think I could watch that film every night of the week for a very long time before I didn't before I stopped noticing new things about it. I would I would love to say that in the in the build up to this film that I'm going to watch the other 3 Thor films but I'm not going to because I don't like the first two. I'm not going to do it. I've watched Ragnarok. <laughs> so I might just watch Ragnarok. Watch Ragnarok. Might do that tonight. Might do it in bed tonight. Yeah. Um so yeah, um, Thor that will I'm definitely planning on having it watched before next week's podcast. So um and while we're on movies. Go on. Something else has happened this week. Your favourite Superman has been confirmed as to be moving forward as Superman. Oh, um, yeah. Henry. Henry. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Can't remember his name. Who I believe is the best Superman. I like him. It's just a shame he's had some really bad script wraps around him. I like him. He must read scripts and go, oh, I'm really going to have to work out. I'm really going to have to avoid what this script is spewing out here and there and everywhere. Smeg Christ. So are we still on this... um, DC Extended Universe. No, no, no. Since um, Ezra Miller um, has decided to put the entire thing in the ocean, it's kind of in the ocean now. Yeah. Um, and I think I've got an inkling that it's all going to revolve around uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Oh. Uh, as Black Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, which in the post credits scenes to that film is very highly rumoured to have Cavill in it. Okay. And that'll that universe will then extend right. out. But right. either way, Henry's going to remain the Superman. It does get a bit confusing, doesn't it? You know, I well, thought, they're doing it in all the movies now. I, it's getting a bit. Yeah, I thought the um, the multiverse, the Marvel multiverse, was going to get confusing. But still, got no idea what that means. When, when you've got like however many versions of of Batman and Joker and and whatnot going around at the same time, um, what have we got going around now? Well, we had the cameo from um, Jared Leto in the in the director's cut of Justice League, which I didn't see the point of. Um, we had, all honest, I did not see the point of that scene. Um, we've got um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. We've got the guy that was in the cell at the end of um, the Batman. And that's not a Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix, neither. Mm, it's not so. a Joker film. It's it might be called Joker. But the only the only uh, interlink between that and the actual Joker is the fact that he laughs, mm. and he's got a nervous laugh because of how poorly he was treated as a child, and he couldn't cry, so instead of crying, he started to he laugh. Started laughing, yeah. That film should be abolished from this planet Earth because <laughs> that's the saddest film I have ever yeah. watched. I can't watch that movie. I've I, watched it once. I've only watched it at the cinema with when we went. I will never yeah. watch that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many different versions of these characters that are like all at the same time. It's fine, like when you go through the timeline of like Batman films, you know. What I mean, mm. only going back as as far as the the Tim Burton ones. You know, you got Keaton and Kilmer, yeah. Clooney, yeah. Bale, um, Batfleck. Batfleck um, could have been so much better, Ben. Yeah. Oh, Ben. He had the perfect jawline for that. Oh, ben. Um, and then you've kind of got like Batfleck and Robert Patterson at, at the same time, you know, ish. I know Batfleck's he's not doing it anymore, is he? No, he's yeah. he's well. You've got the Flash coming out, yeah, next, and that's not been extended because Ezra Miller's been a bit handsy. 
Oh, getting a bit pansy. <laughs> he's getting a bit. Um, he's what's he done? He's done something. Uh, he's he's swore at someone. He's done something anyway. I'm not sure. I, f- I forgot what he's done. I was reading about or listening to it in a fans oh, forum. Well, I mean the the headline: Ezra Miller's accuser list keeps growing. That's the headline. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 pretty bad. I'm not sure if he's been handsy or if he's been. Oh. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. What is he up to here? No. I think he's just been a bit of a diva to people. The downward spiral of Ezra Miller just keeps growing more disturbing as even more accusations surface against the actor. He's uh, making... Very, he hasn't been showing his bits, has he? Very Because that would be funny, actually, considering the character he plays. You have to bear with me because I'm going to have to turn all these bloody um, trackers off. Are you accepting every cookie on planet Earth right now? No, I'm rejecting them. Do you accept this? No. Do you accept this? No. It's one of them ones where he hasn't, he just hasn't got the reject all button. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so he's got quite a few. Go. He's got quite a few ac- accusations right. against him, Ezra. Erratic behaviour and violence goes as far back as 2020 when a video surfaced appearing it's to far show back Miller. As 2020. <laughs> Appearing to show Miller choking a woman, then in March of 2022, Miller was arrested in Hawaii for disorderly conduct at a bar. He allegedly threw a chair at a woman, snatched a microphone from a woman singing karaoke, and hurled obscenities at customers before being arrested. That could be one night Um, drunk. By June, another family was seeking an order of protection on behalf of their child, uh, 18-year-old... It's not a child. Yeah, it is in America. Their parents allege... It's all right, you can still go and buy an That Miller is manipulating her and is using violence, fear, paranoia and drugs to hold sway over them. So, America, let's say it again. 18's not a child, it is in America. Hmm, unless they want to go buy an automatic weapon. I think it is anyway. You get I what I mean, though. I swear 18's still classed as a child in America. I'm not sure... Uh, because you can't drink till you're 21, can you, in America? No, but you can buy a handgun. Oh, everybody can, you can buy a fucking handgun at 10, I think. I don't know. Everybody's got a gun in America. America. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Because you still... You are legally classed as a child in the UK until you are 18. So whether you are in America or not, I'm not sure. Yeah, but he's a... He's becoming a bit of an arse. A bit of an arse, isn't he? Mm. Um, Gone straight to his head. Straight to his head. Anyway, Cleon. Yes, sir, boss. Let's wrap it up for the night. Shall we? Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. We've done a good hour there. Let's wrap it up for the night. Uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. Uh, week three of season three. Uh, we're doing all right. We haven't lost the plot yet. I haven't ceased production. Um, <laughs> so, no, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. I enjoy... Uh, I have missed doing these shows, and it's very nice to um, to have your company again every week, uh, I must admit. Um, and uh, it's nice to be back recording again and, and offering offering something to the public, letting them have a little listen mm. to the the ins and outs of our brains, our brains for the last seven days. The, Just the, the lovely inner workings yeah, of inner our workings moaning of our cycle. Um, so yeah, big thanks to everybody that subscribes and that um, listens week in and week out. If you don't subscribe, why not? 
why not? Just press that button. All you got to do is just press the follow button on Spotify. I'm not too sure how it works on Apple. Is there a follow button? Is there a yeah. subscribe button? I don't, I don't know. know. I'll tell you. Yeah. Give um, me one second. But yeah, the follow button, the subscribe button, the like button, whatever you've got on whatever device or app that you use, just make sure you press it. And that guarantees delivery of the podcast to your app every single week there is a subscribe or follow button oh there's both okay sound that works that works then Uh, we're available wherever podcasts are available um if you can't find us on your preferred app just drop us a message uh you can find us on twitter it's at shinglers list pc i am shinglers underscore list cleon is kl buley and on instagram it's shinglers underscore list and kl buley five we're also on facebook facebook.com forward slash shinglers list podcast You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time.